You are listening to CMH EPC's Cocktail Mocktail Hour podcast. We host a Cocktail Mocktail Hour once a month where we discuss various topics over cocktails. And for those who don't drink alcohol, mocktails. We are inclusive over here. Sip your favorite cocktail with us or try our featured cocktail as we dialogue. This is an environment to hear new and different perspectives. Everyone's thoughts, feelings, and opinions are valid to them. And in this space, we respect that. Welcome. Um, with Cocktail Hour, we are also sipping cocktails. And the cocktail featured this month is my favorite, a whiskey smash. And that cocktail is made with whiskey. You muddle some mint, a little bit of lemonade, some peppermint schnapps, and top it off with ginger beer. And that's what we're sipping on today. So I'm going to introduce our guest that we have today. We have Carrie, who is a native Houstonian. She is a legal assistant in her third year of studying law at Southern University, which I found out during research, is the largest historically black college or university in Louisiana. So shout out to the HBCUs. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello, hi. Hello and welcome. And we have Janet, Janet Pope, <laughs> JP, my friend. That's right. She is a corporate responsibility executive. She delivers workforce engagement strategies that support people, protect the planet, and grow community partnerships. She is also the founder and president of the nonprofit, The Good Lounge, which was founded in 2001 to amplify access to financial, physical, financial, physical, and emotional well-being through edutainment. The Good Lounge works with organizations, experts, and leaders to broker connections and share tools that empower diverse communities with a focus on supporting women people of color, and LGBTQ communities. We also have Steph here today, who is also a fellow podcaster. If you haven't heard her, you're going to have to check her out. She is a human, a free people contributor, internal mediator, and peace generator. She sows seeds of understanding regularly through her podcast programming, understandably so, Intention set on sowing seeds of understanding to enhance the human experience. She believes understanding is a form of breathing. So welcome, you guys. What up? We're here, round table, cocktails, it's happening. We have a number of topics that have been submitted, and we're going to discuss those. As I said, it's a safe space. Say how you feel. Maybe you'll get a new perspective on something. I don't know. In the meantime, I'm going to sip my cocktail. What are you sipping on? <laughs> All right. What's your favorite article of clothing and why? I'm going to say my wrap that I wear at home because I don't like wearing clothes anyway. <laughs> but society says we must. And so. <laughs> in your own space. <laughs> and so when I'm at home or if there's like people over, I wear a wrap because it feels like nothing. Mm. So I'm going to say nothing or my wrap. <laughs> is it like a robe? Your wrap is a robe? It's a wrap. It's like a scot, like a huge, like a huge. Mm -hmm. like people, some people may call them a sarong. Oh, okay. That's you fancy. Like, yeah, but like I call it a wrap. Right? No, I was gonna ask. No, no. <laughs> the the muumuu is it's like pullover and like the things. Okay, right? this is this, not pullover. This is not yeah, consider something like a sarong. I don't know what that is. Okay, well, a like big a, scarf. A huge scarf. A huge yeah. scarf for your but body. But for your body, okay. Yeah. yeah. So she can wrap it at top. So I just like tie it right here, and it's just like. Oh, okay. There we are. That's cute. Yeah. You want me to go next? Yeah, <laughs> she's Look looking at you. At you. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, favorite so, article of clothing. Yeah, so it's probably two things. I love a good hoodie. 
if I'm mm. honest. They're just like warm. They're cozy. Um, I don't get to wear them in Houston much. It's hot here <laughs> all the time. In December. Uh, yes. Uh, horrible. But I, I, I think I just like the way they feel. They're very comfortable usually. But I also, in the last two years-ish, have been introduced to, like, having my pants tailored. Mm-hmm. And there's something about the fit of tailored pants that is amazing. Mm-hmm. So those would probably be my top two. Yeah. Speaking of hoodies, though, the Hue, they got nice hoodies. The quality is amazing. Just FYI. I just got a Hue hoodie, so I'm excited. Have you felt the quality of the Not fabric yet. yet? I literally just got it. It's amazing. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think my favorite article would be these hammer pants that I have. All of my hammer pants. They fit lovely. Come on, hammer. I want to do the hammer yeah. dance. And Sorry. I can move around a lot of them. Oh, okay. It's on me. Um, I guess I'm similar to Courtney. Uh, I would prefer not to wear anything. Um, But usually like a big t-shirt will do it. You know, don't have to wear anything else. Just covers all my bits. And those t-shirt dresses? They do it for me. Amazing. I have a comfort. You got to leave? Mm. I throw it on. I'm I'm in the zone. I'm feeling good. good. It's a good day. It's a good day if I can wear that. Is this stuff y'all wearing in the house? Yeah, yeah. Has to be. I, 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 They're I, not going out with this. <laughs> okay. The way she's talking about this scarf wrap, I'm like, Although yeah, I will say, I have worn the scarf wraps around to the beach as well. Oh, I, okay. But I have, I have well, bathing suits on under. I have, yeah, I have yeah. quite a few of them. We don't talk about titties out. Right. No, not free balling. We can't free ball these. Right. No, no, ma'am. Right. I just clarity for the folks because they can't see you they, now. They won't. Yeah, somebody <laughs> would be blessed that day. Right. Just the sarong. No, not in public. What a mercy. All right. How do you feel about kids at the bar? Hmm. Or at a brewery? What country are we in? I don't know. Here? I mean, the question was asked from somebody who's from here. There are countries where as long as you can see over the bar, you can drink. You can drink at the bar? Yes. Oh, my. Maybe not now. But at some point, they could. Tweens? Yeah, like 13, you can get a beer. Don't let me misspeak. I think in Germany... At some point in time, if not today, if you could see over the bar, you could get a beer. But if you beer can see is see what you want to order, you can order it. Mm. Yeah. Yee. That's probably not true anymore. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we have laws and things now. I think but yeah. Breweries, I think it's a little bit of an exception. I think all the ones that I've gone to, they have like a nice little outside area and people have their kids there all the time, at least during the day. I've never mm-hmm. been at night, but the bar absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. Yeah, I'm not a fan of children being in most places. I think that <laughs> should be designated areas wow. for children to School, be at. home. Okay. And oh, wow. Nah. In the if park. If it's 21 and up, your children do not need to be there. Although in Texas, it is legal for children to drink when they are with their parents. I yeah. did learn the that. The parent can order a drink. The child has to stay with the parent in mm-hmm. the same room. But they have to be a certain age, right? I no, it is did. at the discretion of the parent. Yeah. Oh, it, it is. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. TABC says that too. Mm-hmm. I did yeah. just learn that this year. Yeah. About Texas. That's I will say my my thought process on that is just the way that I grew up, which is that alcoholic beverages is an adult thing, mm-hmm. and that should be like a children should not be in an adult space. Mm. And so that's always like that's how I grew up, and so that's why I'm like when I'm at a bar and I'm with my friends and there's children, I'm like, oh my gosh. Or if it's like late at night and I want to turn up a little bit, I'm like, but there's children here and I can't turn up the way that I want to turn up because I'm trying to respect the child, but their <laughs> parents brought them here. But also, like, it's an adult space. But isn't there like a rule that 
if you're under 21, you're not supposed to be at the physical bar area. But if it's a restaurant, they can be in the restaurant. Is that not a rule? Did I make that There up? was one bar that I did an event at, and he said that children are welcome there till 9. And after 9. At the actual bar part? Mm-hmm. Interesting. And after 9. Probably not by themselves. They're with their parents. Though. Well, right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Like, you can't just have a kid chilling at a bar. <laughs> by themselves. What are you We're doing still, here? Right? I Ubered right. here. <laughs> To meet my mother. Well, that's, that's right. Thing. That's, that's right. Thing too. Yeah, I think anywhere that they're allowing pets, you know. Oh, don't get me wow. children. That conversation. I'm just saying, we've if had pets this are conversation. Allowed, children should be allowed as well. Oh, I man. get that they're not the same. I totally get no. that. But you're not gonna have one family aspect and not have another. No, I if mean, you are bringing, if you are bringing fufu, this is your family <laughs> that's coming to the bar with no. you. And you should also be allowed to bring But one is furry and one is not. Right. So my and thing one, is this, because we live in Texas or Houston and we have lots of bars that are dog friendly. Yes, we do. Patios. Which is why I brought this up. My thing is patio. Like I'm okay with a dog in a patio area. Now I went to steak night last week and it's a huge, like most of their real estate is their patio. And we were out having steak, but there was a dog literally sitting in the chair at the bar and oh. i thought about this conversation we had however long ago we had it mm-hmm. about dogs being in the bar and i was like this is not okay like at this point it's a sanitary issue because drinks are being made at the bar yes. and your dog is sitting in a chair Agreed. at the bar this is not okay Disgusting. when I you agree. have this huge patio yeah for your dog to roam yeah i don't disagree i was about to say for you i agree and disagree because i think that with both there's a responsibility because I've been at the bar when people's dogs have like gone nuts and mm. I'm like afraid because mm. I mean, I'm not afraid of dogs, but like German shepherds, Listen. they're, mm, if they they're seem uneasy. Yeah. And so like, if you're like intoxicated, like you can't control your dog. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you need to be able to control your kid. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I there's certain responsibilities that come with both, but I do not think that they are the same. I think that I would be more comfortable with a dog being at the bar than a kid. But Wait, again, okay. I think it's the time. Patio bar. Patio bars. Mm-hmm. Well. People are bringing German shepherds to bars. For sure, little Woodrows. They I, are. I think I saw a Rottweiler in a bar one day. <laughs> no, that's I've seen Doberman and Great Dane. Like, what, what are we doing? What are we doing? I've seen that's Doberman. A small bear. But yeah. people have Great Danes in apartments. It's nuts. I, I agree. Great that is crazy. That's, that's irresponsible pet parent. You don't do that. That's a horse. You need to put him on your lease. Like, he owes money. I agree. But people do it. You're Irresponsible. These people. A lot of my <laughs> Okay. So the next topic is what do you think is about to happen? And then in parentheses it says globally. Mm. What do you think is about to happen? So I am being, I've been hearing about a lot of shortages, right? So there's like a plastic shortage. Um, mm. There's a helium shortage because I work at a boutique, boutique party supply store and people are like, why is helium so high? Well, because we have to mine that and it's a shortage. Hmm. And then we had the one with the car parts where there was a shortage for that. Yeah. So what do we think is about to happen? I mean, inflation's already happening, but like, what do we think is gonna happen globally? Any thoughts or ideas? Have you even thought about it? Has even, has that thought even crossed your mind? I think I've just been letting life happen to me a little bit lately. I try to stay in my bubble <laughs> like a little I'm not bit. An economist. Yeah. The economy wasn't my best, you know. I feel, I feel a shift in um, human consciousness. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, whether it's one way or another, mm-hmm. consciousness or uh, an expansiveness in consciousness, I absolutely feel that. Mm. Globally. Yeah. Well, it's all connected. Yeah, is we're all it? connected. Human consciousness is globally, by definition. Mm-hmm. So, 
that makes sense to me. Um, I don't know. I I think for whatever reason, financial things came to mind when you asked that question. Uh Um, I know for a fact because my company's stock is in euros, the dollars, if it hasn't already, is is near about to pass the euro. And that's never happened in my, at least, time at this company Uh where I've been paying attention to the euro. So that's interesting to me. I don't, it, it will be worth more than the euro. Um, so that's interesting to me. I don't know what it means, but the fact that it's never happened has to mean something. Uh-huh. Facts. Right? Historical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And that might be it. It just might be historical. But to me, it feels like, you know, I need to be deepening my education on finances and investment uh-huh. and uh-huh. all the things uh-huh. because it definitely feels like there's some shifts going on globally in that space but I don't have a good more detailed answer than that for sure it kind of makes me think about the um is it the crypto situation that mm. just happened with the dude lost all of his money mm. I don't understand crypto so I don't know why I brought it up <laughs> <laughs> It's something to pay attention to. I mean, sure. Like, I thought it might be, like, the next thing where it's, like, we're okay. But then, yeah. Crypto is a lot older than it seems, though. Mm -hmm. Um, I I mean, I'm not an expert on this topic either, but I I think, uh, what's his name? Hassan Minaj, the Patriot Act. And it doesn't, I get the name is a little misleading. Um, but he had a whole show on Netflix that had a, a number of different episodes about different oh, topics. yes. And okay, voting I've was a topic. Uh-huh. Cryptocurrency was uh-huh. a topic. He was on The Daily Show uh-huh. for a number of years before he started his own show. I think some people are thinking he may be the host because Trevor Noah is retiring. And that it'd be awesome if he is. Uh-huh. I, I like him a lot. Um, he definitely delivered the news in a, a way that I think... I could definitely understand and actually care to listen to. Rather. Agree. And you're all from Houston. Do you remember News Fix? There was a show on one of the news networks Mm-mm. that was called News Fix. This would have been circa 2010, 11, a little bit mm-hmm. later, 12. Because I remember watching it when I first got to Houston. And the way that it delivered the news was the only way that I liked receiving the news it was like very short clips uh-huh. it was a lot like the Patriot Act brings in uh-huh. like videos and graphics and it was a little bit ahead of its time it doesn't come on anymore uh-huh. um, but it made me like the news again yeah. if I'm honest and shout out to Houston and whoever was producing news fix because it made me like the news again but uh, yeah I think you know just the way that he's kind of explaining those things made it edutainment uh-huh. for me on the news <laughs> come on edutainment <laughs> yeah come on edutainment i like edutainment yeah um but yeah i forget where we were going with that question but uh yeah i think things that are happening globally right <laughs> all right do you consider having a college degree a requirement when dating hell no Mm-mm. nah not at all same about that life experience Listen, the, 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 the value of a college degree has dropped so far Be, listen, <laughs> that I want to trade mine in for a rebate. <laughs> Let me get that money back. I'm going to trade you because I mean, the return on investment of Come this on, one. Y'all's, but. Listen, 
It's foolishness. You poor thing, you're still in school. Huh. We don't have to talk about uh, Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Look, no, finals just, com- they just, I just finished finals, and so mm. it, it is one we're to not, break. We're not thinking about school at all right we're now. Not. It's we're definitely too expensive. Mm-hmm. It's, it's too expensive. too expensive. Yeah. And, and what God, are we getting um, for it? God forbid you get out of school and be like, huh, I only make a quarter of this. <laughs> Literally. Like, then it's really your loans because y'all play me. But then it's like, oh, we make this, but now everything is more expensive. Yeah. Thanks, inflation. Right. right. Yeah. That's because definitely your, your bachelors don't mean nothing, sis. Mm-mm. And it yeah. doesn't equate intelligence. Not at all. Mm-hmm. But we knew See, that when we degrees. got them. Mm-hmm. We got them because we felt like we had to um, cross a certain write a passage mm-hmm. threshold be able to put something on a resume but for a lot of us we it were did. first Signal generation college though. right mm-hmm. like a lot of us was, was like oh, for sure. they were the first ones in their families to go to college yeah, my parents went generation. to a hbcu so mm. i was second but yes nice. i get i get yeah. what you're saying so it was like you got to do this you got to rise above and yeah. then but i, I saw stupid i'm like none of y'all did none of this i saw stupid people around me in college none of this I think because I saw stupid people around me in college graduating, I didn't equate it to intelligence. Right. But it was like, we all need to do this because this is what a good employer will Mm -hmm. expect me to have to get a good Mm -hmm. air quote job. But Mm -hmm. what's interesting is that we, okay, so we don't equate it to intelligence, um, like while we're in it, but then to get out and and remember like after graduating, nigga didn't have a degree. It's like, oh, you, you don't have a degree. Oh, you ain't, you know, (laughs) it was like a one up. If it wasn't on intelligence, Mm -hmm. it was on something. And 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 then years later, it's like, oh, you got student loans. (laughs) 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 You've been working this whole time. Right. Right. (laughs) Exactly. It's definitely, I feel like when I was coming up, um, you, it was my, well, my mom is also an educator. She was a teacher, principal, superintendent. So there was no question. Go mom. We were all going, going to, to college. Yeah. And we all went to college. And everybody actually has a master's degree. And my youngest brother is working on a PhD. So it's a lot of education mm-hmm. in our family. Mm-hmm. But I feel like now, if I had an 18-year-old, that would not be the conversation. I would never force them to go to school mm-hmm. because it costs too much. It's expensive. And so I think people are a lot more open about other channels mm-hmm. to get to wherever you want to be. I don't know if, yeah. if Sasha and the Obamas helped some of that. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely different. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like people feel the pressure that they have to do it anymore. Because you right. don't. You do not. It used to yeah. be a prerequisite. Like, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, education is important. Yeah, but it wasn't giving education. There's so many exactly, ways Exactly, but is it, is it the four-year college, or is it, you know, again, educating yourself in the field? But education is definitely important, so. Or the classes at Harvard that you can take. Online, online. <laughs> right. And now Rice University has these, like, small courses you can take. Okay, Rice U. edX is pretty cool. I took a religion and rap class um, with Bun B. From, I think it's a partnership with Rice University. Oh, nice. Yeah, edX is free. edX.edu, I think. Okay. You oh, can nice. take all kinds of free stuff on that. Ooh, Learn down. all the different things. Absolutely. I've taken a lot of courses. Um, I'm from Spring Branch, represent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it's the ed to go And so I've done a, quite a few courses um, through there. I, I don't know, necessarily know what they call it, but mm-hmm. I've done quite a few courses through that. I mean, they're very inexpensive, um, but you get to learn a lot more. Um, beyond what you already know. So, yeah, that's cool. Rep Spring Branch, Springwoods, class of 04. <laughs> <laughs> I used to live in Spring Branch. Does that count? 
No. It does. I mean, you were there long enough. I was there for yeah. a while. Seven yeah. years. Yeah. Northwest. <laughs> That's right. Get that re- that west yeah, correct. Listen, we're not talking about, talking about forty-five. Uh oh. <laughs> no offense to anybody no that offense. might be listening from the north side. Wait, my friend just bought a house off of forty-five. Okay, so don't get it twisted. I'm okay. just saying we northwest over here. We are. We we were northwest. Am I still northwest? You you I'm are far. West, you no. are you're far. Yeah, I'm pretty that's, far. That's 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 out there. Um. What are some of your non-negotiables? In what? Work? Relationships? What are some of your non-negotiables? What's the first thing that comes to mind, I guess? I thought of work, but that's because I'm trying to retire You work too much. (laughs) You got balance in your life? That's the first thing that came to mind. (laughs) Retire early. (laughs) Trying to retire. First thing that came to my mind is um, violence in any form. Mm. Mm. Mental, emotional, physical. Yeah, that's good. Nah, non-negotiable. No abuse. That's no good. Abuse. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Does manipulation fall into that? Like it can. Yeah. But okay, but when you're being manipulated, do you know that you're being manip- manipulated? Like that's another thing. So that may be a non-negotiable, but how do you know when it's happening? Or do you know those red flags before it happens, or it when it's happening? I think it depends on who you're with and like. If you, like you said, are self-aware, so you, like, replay situations, and you're like, I'm pretty sure I was being manipulated when that happened. Mm-hmm. Then you kind of address it or not address it, but, like, you can say, okay, I'm going to cut this person off because mm-hmm. you are manipulating me, and you probably know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. You can tell. Um, I think uh, manipulation is a pattern, a pattern that people, so if you're paying attention, you can tell. If you're conscious, you can tell. If you're not, then no. Yeah. That makes sense. It does. Non-negotiable for me. I don't think I've ever thought about this. I just, I feel like I feel energies, and so and I feel like we just don't mesh for whatever reason. Like at this point, I've decided, like, or have learned to like not question it because like there's a reason why our energy is not meshing well, um, whether I'm I know exactly what that is or not. So I don't know that I have necessarily have a non-negotiable. It's more so just like. How I interact with that person, what their energy is like, I think. I think for me, um, since I do, I, I, I know I can take care of myself. If you can't take care of yourself, I think that's a non-negotiable. Um, I think you should add value to wherever you, you know, whatever space you're in. So mm-hmm. I think that is more so. So that's your, like, personal non-negotiable for yourself? Yeah. When you I say take know. care of yourself, do you mean, like, financially? Yeah, pretty much financially. I would say I don't mind supporting anyone, right? But, like, if you're going into the situation wanting that support, or I guess more so needing it, um, I'm not down for that. Just okay. because mm. I'm Just I'm, the I'm financial, those, though. What about the other? The, the emotional. I mean, the emotional as well. I think it, it truly depends on, like, what that person is, like, where they're at. Because, like, I, I don't think per- in my state of mind right now, I don't think I could be available to be there for you if you're not able to be there for yourself. Like, yeah. I can't mm-hmm. I can't put that burden on myself right mm-hmm. now. I got, I got a lot going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, if you're willing to say, like, hey, I have this issue, but, like, I can't help you identify. I can't help you seek help. I can't I, I can't do all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I, I don't have the capacity for that. But, I'm not your I mean, therapist. If, you, if you've yeah. identified the issue and you, you know, you say you want to be with me and we can work this out, then cool. But if you haven't even got there yet, like, <laughs> I can't. Yeah. Oh, Lord. That's you're interesting. Wow. So, 
I wouldn't have labeled this a non-negotiable, but based on this conversation, I think I always, maybe you said energies, I'm drawn to people who can navigate multiple spaces. Mm -hmm. So if I can take you to like a company party or we could also go to a club or Mm -hmm. we can also go to the church and you are comfortable in all of those spaces, whether you're talking to the CEO of a company, you know, the bartender at the most ratchet club we can find Mm -hmm. or, you know, the pastor's wife, whatever. Like if you're comfortable navigating with multiple people with multiple perspectives, mm-hmm. I'm very drawn to that. And I feel like, again, I don't know if I'd call it a non-negotiable, but certainly when people can't do that, mm-hmm. um, I'm out. So you're saying you're well-rounded? Mm-hmm. I like well-roundedness around mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Got it. Sounds good. Another non-negotiable for me is children. Oh, okay. Okay. I'll no kids. <laughs> No children. So anti-kid, no animals dog in here. Oh no, we love dogs. Okay, I was gonna say preferably no animals too, but you know that's like you're anti-tiny humans because why? Um, the responsibility of them. Mm. I don't have any cat, any pets, any children. Don't have any desire for them. I have a couple of plants, um, but very low <laughs> maintenance. Hey. You know, mom. like if I need yeah. to pick up and go out of town right now, I can. I, understand I need that. you to be available to do the same. <laughs> Okay. I hear you. Okay. (laughs) Well, you know what you want. That's important. Self-awareness is important. Yeah. For sure. So you wouldn't even, like, talk to someone who has a kid because you don't even want to get that far. What are we doing? What if the kid is, like, 20? (laughs) That's cool. That ain't a kid. (laughs) So It's still their child. It's their child, but they're not a a kid. So if they don't need children. Okay. I got you. The responsibility of taking care of no children. Yeah. And I know that uh, parenting and the child, like that relationship is a lifelong thing. Right. Completely fine uh-huh. with that. Yeah. Okay. She just doesn't want the responsibility. Do you think that right. will change? Somebody. Or is that how you feel right now? Oh, that's how I've always felt. Oh, okay. I don't think it's changing. Gotcha. Do you have like nieces, nephews? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. We'll see. I feel like But they're not hers. That's yeah, why I love mine. Give them back. Exactly. exactly. I'm like, let me borrow them for the weekend and then I will give them back. They literally think you're the best person ever uh-huh. because like y'all y'all only do fun stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great place I to have auntie have over that. here. Yeah. I have a great relationship with my nieces and nephews. Yeah. And I'm like leaning you. into the nieces because I think they are gonna be more likely to actually help me out when I'm old. Oh Lord. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. So. That conversation. Okay. Do you or have you ever been one to take on a person as a project? Oh my god. Like try to change someone? As a project. Like maybe they had some things and you're like, Oh, I can help you or I can fix you or I don't know. As mm. a project. The person being a project. Mm-hmm. That sounds like dating somebody with potential. Mm. That's what it sounds and like. And you're dating that. their potential and not who they are. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Learn that lesson. But when you say take it on as a project, that means that you are aware of what's going on and you're like, okay, I know what I'm going to do here. <laughs> See, <laughs> I was. like a Leo to me. Oh, hush it. I was <laughs> doing that without knowing I was doing that until I saw the pattern of mm. what I was doing. Look at you. Come on, self-awareness. Yeah. Um, How did you see the, pan- the pattern? It was in realizing that I I felt like I was the one like bringing them up, like showing them new things, and like I never learned anything new with them, other than what I didn't want, um, and <laughs> and just you know 
That's what I'm saying. It's there. Freaking cocktails. It's amazing. Um, that's, a, that's the sign of a really good cocktail. A really good cocktail. Thank you for refreshing my drink. I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, just like looking back and being like, okay, I was good for them, but they weren't good for me because I learned nothing or I, I didn't grow as a person. Yeah. But they grew because of me. You want some reciprocity. Yes, exactly. That's where I'm at right now. I'm like, I don't have the um, capacity mm, there you go. to care about anybody else right now but myself. Yeah. I'm open to new connections and everything. All right. Um, You're open to new connections. I'm open to new connections, but I don't I don't have the energy to give. What is what does being open to new connections mean when you don't have the energy to give? It means that if I meet somebody and it just flows. I am open to that. Like, I am not shutting anything down, but I'm open to it. So, like, if it just flows, like, there is, like, I give, they give, you know what I mean? So, is there commitment there, though? Or are you just, like, go with the flow still? Like, Oh, it hasn't gotten that far. It's just, hey, girl, what's up? No, like, I mean, committing is, like, for me, is, like, oh, we said we are going to go hang out on Thursday, like, and I don't want to commit to doing that. Because you said you don't have the capacity, you don't have the energy to put into that. So yeah. I would consider that, like... You consider linking up? Sometimes. Yeah. Man. You're giving. Yeah, you're giving yeah. your time. Committing mm-hmm. to a, a time, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, can, okay. I can understand that. Yeah. Well, I'm that person when I say I'm going to do something, and that's, you know, and we say, hey, time, date, place, we're going to meet there, then yes. Even if you don't feel like it. No, if I say I'm going to do it, then I commit it to it. So, like, I don't. What about if you're, because your capacity changes day to day? Yeah, we're sure. talking. We committed to this two weeks ago. We pull up on the date. I'm not feeling it. You don't just, got the capacity. Just, you're just going to go. That doesn't happen to me very often. What do you do when it does? I don't know that it has. Because mm. so. I'm also that person where, like, it's me wanting to. Um, connect with that person so for me I get my fulfillment by connecting with people who um, whether it's great conversation or we're having great cocktails or it's good music um, and so I'm looking forward to that connection usually mm-hmm. and that's where it comes from for me so you override not having the capacity <laughs> okay when I say <laughs> not ha- like. when I say not having the capacity listen I'm not a phone okay. person so okay. there's also that Right. So for me, when I say not having the capacity, I mean in regards to like dating and like who I am when I date. That's all a part of it, though, is it not? Is it? I mean, for for me, it's. hmm. But I guess in your mind, though, you're equating it to like, okay, I don't have to have the responsibility of like making or having this person like me or Uh or going forward with. Yeah, no, because initially, initially, it's not about like a dating phase for me it's about getting to know a person Mm -hmm. and so like I said it's if we clicked and we've had a great conversation and we're like let's link up and go here it's usually going to be a place where my favorite DJs are spinning number one so I'm definitely going to want to go 100% going to be a place where your DJs are (laughs) sure Um, and, and then it's getting to know this person more so for me it's when I say that it's I'm just trying to get to know them I'm not in the space of like when I say don't have the capacity, it's of when I care the way that I did before. So yeah. have you, where, where do you feel like you cross that threshold? Because um, when I start to, to like them. Oh, okay. So yeah. initially you don't like them. You're just trying yeah, to no, to I'm just trying to get to know them. I, I might not like your ass. Like I'm trying to get to know you <laughs> okay. to see if I even like you to want to date you. So well, for you, is it, oh, go ahead, sorry. Uh, go ahead. Follow your train of thought. <laughs> uh, I guess because so many people like, for me personally, like, 
um, I'm a Libra, so it's like physical attraction is obviously the first thing. So if I'm physically attracted to you, then I'm going to want to get to know you. But mm-hmm. like for you, it seems like, oh, I need to know you on a deeper level. Mm-hmm. And then I decide if I like you. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, as a human being, it has to be initially like you have to be visually appealing. Obviously. Yeah, some level. Well, right? you can't say obviously because that's not that's true not for Sure. Yeah. Okay, for me. For you, yeah. That you have to be visually appealing. That's one. But then it is, okay, I want to take the time to get to know you. Right. And then from there, I'm like, okay, I'm going to either be like, I can rock with this or I can't. So I don't. So friend or dating Mm -hmm. is what you mean. Okay. Yeah. And then when I'm like, I think I like you, then it goes into where I'm talking about, do I have the capacity to care? Mm -hmm. Because when I get to that space and it's in my brain, I'm, I'm a giver and I have learned I need to like dial that back and everybody is worthy of what I have to give. And so that's what I mean when I say I don't have the capacity. Oh, but that's... initially, it is, I'm trying to get to know you. Yeah. yeah. But what and I'm it's... also hearing you say is, once it gets too hard, yeah. that's it. If it's not flowing anymore, you're out. Yeah. I have Based on the past. Story, right. Based but on I the past. I have horror stories, though. That's why. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, and that's fair, but you can't base your horror story experiences on your present day experiences because it's just bringing sure, more of it. Sure. But forward. that's why I'm open to new connections. Well, we'll, I don't know. I think that's out. I think that's out. You obviously not considering them as a candidate for dating if the flow isn't right. So, yeah. And and, I mean, there's not a specific thing that you can say is a non-negotiable. But like, if they are not vibing with you, like y'all would not be dating. Like, no, we can be cool. So their vibe is a non-negotiable for you. I think you did say that though. To be fair, Steph's definitely pulling on a thread. I'm here for it because I've heard you and we've we've talked about good stories. None of them I'll bring up here because this will be public. But I've definitely challenged you and asked you, you know, are you are you sure that that's the reason you want to not have a conversation with this person ever again? And to me, it's always seemed, not always, that's not right. But there have been occasions where it seemed like that was enough to, like, kill the flow. Okay. Um but I mean, you know, if that's all it takes or if that's not working for you, that's it's your choice, right? Mm-hmm. I love it. It's yeah. giving no nonsense. You <laughs> don't waste your time. But I some mean, of the things that are categorized as nonsense and, and that's are interesting. Preference. Yeah, sure. It just means a lack of desire, it sounds. Mm-hmm. That's fair. And it won't last long. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. 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 I mean, again, I'm here for the word we used earlier is reciprocity, right? So reciprocity, like what I'm yeah. giving, I would like to receive because as a giver, I can tend to do too much mm-hmm. and then therefore become drained if it's I like oh I like this person and then I you know am that person's gonna like give and support and do all the things and then I don't get it back in return right so, uh, so you but are you giving to receive though? not at all mm. it sounds like it, it not, no 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 like it. it's I have I have given and given and given in the past yes okay I have given and given because I care and because I'm considering that person and then I become drained where I'm like, I don't feel fulfilled anymore. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So, so you then, had that experience though, but when you're in the present moment, you can't be like, oh, I've given and given in the past. So I I don't know if I'm going to give you anything. Not initially until I know I like you. You might not be worth me liking you. That's kind of my point. I think as soon as the first thing that reminds of the past happens, it's like, I've seen yeah, this I'm before. Out of here. I'm out of here. You gotta, I mean, it, it seems like because the more that happens in the pattern of it just continues, right, of the past. You gotta be able to to see if the human is actually different because it's not the same person, it's not the same mm-hmm. experience. It could feel the same, 
Not to say, you should definitely pay attention to what you feel. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely Absolutely. pay attention. Yeah. Definitely pay attention to what you feel. But, you know, just... Like, you're, for instance, I just believe that what you offer to the world, you should offer to the world, regardless of what the reciprocity of it Absolutely. is. That is your offering to the world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're a giver, you got to be a giver, because that's who you are. Yeah. You can't give based on the people that you're coming in contact with, because you're not going to be able to be yourself So the givers are to give and give and give and never be fulfilled? Well, you got to know your own, you have to and know your own capacity. What, you got to know what your own capacity is for giving. Because, for instance, if this is how much I have to give and I'm giving this much, that's on you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's on you. Every single time, it's on you. Yeah. I hear that. Because if you're going to give me everything you got, I'm going to take it. Yeah. And, and you'll give me and some more. And most humans would. Most yeah. Would. yeah. But that's For what sure. she's saying. She just want to be with somebody who can, can give her the same in return. And that's okay. And she's not saying that she's changing her own self. Well, it sounds like she is because if she's you want not, somebody to give you, but not as much. <laughs> she's giving contingent upon, like she's when giving, she she's giving a little bit and then, you know, a little bit and then it's like trying that. to see. But we're talking she, about not what she's saying. Was actually the, the, your perspective. Yeah, it has perspective of what I just said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't perceive it that way, at least. But I mean, and, and that's just for abundance reasons, right? So if you want somebody that's going to be giving you an offering, all that you're offering, you just you giving your offerings and things, and it's going to come. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's biblical. It's fact. I'm just tapped out. Okay, you maybe you need a break. That's okay. And I've been <laughs> taking a break. <laughs> That's definitely been happening. Well, we didn't even speak to how do you feel fulfilled, but I mean, I guess with giving. <laughs> For me, it's the little things. Okay. Is, so, are you, uh, what, what are the five love languages? Which oh, Lord. So when I took that test, mine was pretty even across the okay. board. There was two that tied at the top, but overall it was pretty even. So what was the two, which two tied at the top? Um, words of affirmation and quality time. Okay. So no giving in that. I mean, I guess to a certain extent, you're giving your words, giving your time. I just, I just want to feel appreciated. That's all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. I think everybody wants that mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you're putting it out there. Regardless, you're definitely on a no nonsense. <laughs> like as soon as but the, you as have soon heard as that, some horror stories, have, Janet. Okay. I have, and I feel poor. I feel really bad for this poor lady. That's gonna come up and accidentally give the wrong text message Yikes. because they happen to be in a bad mood, and you're gonna read it, and that's gonna be the end of and it. Zone yeah, that's, going. that's absolutely what's gonna happen. I feel like that's fine too because what's meant to be will be. Mm -hmm. That's fair, right? Yeah. And and if you're someone that they are intrigued by and interested in, that that thing ain't gonna. They're not gonna give up. Nah, mm -hmm. I'm like, alright, girl, I'm gonna text you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> It's like about it later. Yeah, I. Right, right, your it's feelings right now. It's yeah. cool. Right. That's fair. If they wanted to, they would. Thank you guys for giving your time today and sharing your thoughts and opinions on the various topics we discussed. I know some of you guys have some projects going on. If you want to tell the people what you got going on, so we can be there. Yeah, sure. Uh, closing thoughts wise for me. So the Good Lounge has a winter social coming up at Trez Bistro and Wine Bar on December 29th, which is a Thursday. It's a fundraiser, capital F-U-N, Razor, with the intent of really having people come together and learn a little bit more about holiday and seasonal depression. 
So everything that the Good Lounge does is around, as you mentioned earlier, physical, financial, and emotional well-being. And we want to have a little bit of um, that conversation and just come together to be able to support future giveaways of resources like we've given away um, Set Boundaries, Find Peace, the workbook. We'll be giving away gift cards to Nap Bar. Um, we'll be giving away gift cards to get free therapy sessions and things like that. So that's what the, um, the donations, the types of things the donations support and would you know, love to, to meet anybody that has an opportunity to come out. Go to thegoodlounge.org slash winter to register for that event if you're interested in attending. Super fun, super fun. And what about our fellow podcaster over here? What you got going on? Um, you can check me out on understandablyso.com. That's understand, S-O-W.com. <laughs> um, podcast, Understandably So, streaming on all platforms. Um, I would prefer you listen on Amazon Music, which is a free app, or Spotify, so you can see the beautiful artwork that I've created for each program. Um, my social media uh, Instagram is understandably so. Again, that's S O W. And um, you can find me on Twitter at Orangey, O R A N G 33. Check her out. I hear. I asked her once, I was like, Are you a poet or not? Because the way she puts words together, it's amazing. Sounds like a poet to me. I, exactly. <laughs> Giving poet <laughs> vibes. Exactly. Hey, I exactly. received that. I received that. <laughs> exactly. Okay, I guess I'll go ahead and uh, put it on the atmosphere. I am um, trying to put together a true crime podcast, Houston based. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at Clutch City Crime. And um, our first episode should be dropping at the end of January, if God says the same. <laughs> to our listeners, grow your community and take a moment to like, subscribe, and or follow our guests on their respective platforms. If you're a local in the Houston, Texas area, we'd like to meet you in person at our next Cocktail Mocktail Hour. It is every last Sunday of the month. Visit CMHEPC on Facebook or Instagram or go to our website, www.cmhepc.com for more details.